Blog Talk Radio. Hello everyone, ladies and gentlemen, all around the world, stay tuned, we are taking over your airwaves, in three, two, one, one, Conservative talk show host the left hates Romeo Hill on the Romeo Show. Call him now at 516-666-9806 and it all starts now. It's time to crank it up. Oh yes, it is time to crank it up. This is Scott Hum filling in for the infamous Romeo Hill. Today we've got a treat for you, a very special show. And of course, during the holidays you've got to have something special, right? Of course you do. Lucas Reschel is a country pop, country rap music producer, and he's going to be talking about the positive changes in his life that he's gone through in the past several months after he successfully entered and completed substance use rehabilitation. It's a compelling story of personal victory, and we're going to be hearing from Lucas, and we want to hear from you. The number is 516-666-9806. And we'll be right back, right after this, with Lucas and your calls. If you've got a messy residence or commercial property in the greater Wausau area, call Reschel Cleaning Service at 715-432-7163. Reschel Cleaning Service cleans houses and offices at reasonable rates. Call us today at 715-432-7163 to get your residential or commercial property clean. Call Reschel Cleaning Service, 715-432-7163. Too many bugs bugging your car's appearance in Central Florida? Come to Love Bugs Car Wash, 4200 US 27 in Sebring, Florida. Great reviews, fast pro service, and we'll wipe the bugs off your car. Love Bugs Car Wash, 863-402-0013. Love Bugs. Yes, that crazy music that says it's time for the Romeo show called Chug and Pick. You know, I want to mention, because I know people are listening right now on the Internet, please feel free, give a call, 516-666-9806. Lucas, I would want to ask the most typical question, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Scott Homo. I'm doing awesome. Uh, it's a great, great feeling to have, uh, you know, recovery on, on, you know, drugs, alcohol, all the control substance that I've done in my past, and it feels good to be sober. It feels good to, uh, you know, start the life, a new life of being sober and being drug-free and alcohol. Free as well. 
and uh, welcome to the Romeo Show. In fact, we are going to be having people I uh, see already who want to jump in for phone calls. So let me ask you a few questions. Those start out because we want to understand your story. You were uh, the music producer that got Romeo dabbling into music. Uh, he's still evolving. Uh, he's got a couple of producers right now on his own. But you had some personal challenges. Let me ask the crazy question, Lucas. If you could get back and think back, what got you started to the point where, I mean, you've got a regular job, you've got a regular family, and you've got, I mean, a difficult sidelight, you know, being a music producer. What got you started into dabbling with substances and where you got to the point of abusing? Oh, well... When I was when I was growing up, I I ran a lot of uh, streets. My mom, my family wasn't really. My parents weren't really there for me. My 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 parents. Uh, I got uh, put out when I was 17 years old. Uh, I was living uh, with well, I was about 13 actually. I was living with my mom, and uh, you know she couldn't handle she couldn't really con- handle me. I mean, she could handle me, but I decided to, uh, you know, do what I want, and she ended up releasing me to the the county and trying to pretty much threw me away because she couldn't handle who I was, and I decided to go to running the streets, uh, doing drugs, uh, joining uh, different things uh, that I should have never been in. Um, Drugs as in, you know, doing meth, doing weed, um, which, you know, weed and all, all, all sorts of types of drugs, coke, meth, uh, heroin, acid, and just did it all. You know, I had a rough life when I was growing up. Um, you know, I was in and out of group homes and running from the group homes, running the streets, doing drugs, uh, being locked up in jail. Uh, was locked up in prison for a while, for a year and six months, because um, that was, you know, and did that and then kept going back to my drugs. Uh, I died four times when I was younger. Uh, wow. I, I know that. Uh, the fourth time, it came to uh, me realize waking up to doctors saying, you, you're too young to be doing this. Uh, and I, you know, and the thing is, is when that, that happened, it was like, I, 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 God, like when you're in that sleep and you're, you're dying, it was like on the table and, it, and you just hear that God voice was saying, it, it's, you're too young to die. You're too young to even to be doing this. And that's what, that that's what kind of gave me a reality check because after that, like I kind of went and I got out of, uh, uh, the hospital and I slept for three days before I wanted the help. I was refusing it. I just got, I just had a head injury at 35 staples in my head. Um, that was from, you know, gang related. Um, I had 34. And wow. So I went to rehab and they put me in. I went from there and I woke up about the third day in the hospital, about the fourth day. And realized I went to the doctor. I said, "I'm ready to have the help, 
I'm ready to go to the court because I had a court. So I went into the court, looked at my judge. I said, going to rehab. Went to rehab, and I went to AA, NA. Uh, you know, I did it all. I had sponsors when I was there. Um, it was it was a big step, and I went through it for almost. I went through it pretty much about about eight or nine years of being locked up. Ready? I went to counseling. I went to all that for all that, and it, it's not good. You know, doing the drugs, doing the coke, doing the meth. It, it it's not good because I, I can sit here and I can really, I've seen a lot of people die. You know, I've seen a lot of people mess up their life. And I, when kids nowadays are doing that stuff, it just brings me back of, I used to do that and it's not a healthy thing. I don't want these kids thinking that they can do that. Lucas, you know? let me ask you, what brought it back that, that those behaviors to you as an adult where you got into abusing again? What do you, was it stress of, of the family and the job and the side job or something else? No, I've been clean since then. Uh, since uh, when, when, I, when I got clean, I was, you know, I went to Gadot and I was in a group home there. And uh, I got clean right away. And I've been clean for almost, I don't know, for quite a while, actually. I've been clean for quite a while. And then I kind of relapsed in Fond Lac and uh, had my last ball. And then, you know, and then I cleaned up again. And I was like, no, it's, this is not what I want to go back to. So I've been clean for a while, quite a while. It's about almost close to about 10, 10, 11, 13, 14 years. And people think, people ask me, like, how, how can you just not drink? How can you, how, how can you, you know, not have a drink like how can you just walk into a bar and have a soda and choose just to have a soda over a beer like it, it, it doesn't even bother me like it doesn't bother me all that i don't smoke it don't bother me all that i don't even drink like i, I it doesn't it's not in my brain no more and yeah it, so it, i just wanted to clarify so you did have a relapse in the last year this was two years when i got out of Kadat and i moved to uh, Fond Lac and Oshkosh. This is when I got out about uh, 2000. It was about 2017. So and yeah, you just and you've just now cemented the decisions you made at that point. In fact, well, now you've got decisions then, yeah. right? Yeah. But I mean, now it's kind of reaffirmed, right? You know, you've basically told everybody, "Hey, I'm not going to do it again." Yep, very much. Which is it's because it, it's not good. It's not. It's not. Even, it's not even good for your. It's not good, especially if you're trying to make a, trying to make a, a, a turnaround because you don't want to get turned around and go go back to prison or try to get locked up again because being locked up you don't get to have the fun life that you do that I have now. You know, I don't get to have the joys of going racing. Or being a being a music producer, or you know, I wouldn't have this. I wouldn't have this joy. So you know, and I look back of I've talked to my sister. I've talked to my family about it. I, I I'm doing better than what I was. And everybody that knows me from down south, you know, uh, Raymond Butler, which is Ray Gotti, uh, 
He says, I've come a long ways. And honestly, I, I, I have come a long ways into in this, uh, into this since I've been out of lockup. And Ray Gotti knows me when I was locked up. I used to be able to video chat him. I used to be able to do stuff I used to do. Um, Mama Tara, she knows me from down south. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people on here that probably, probably do know me. And the people I name off, you know, they know. And, yeah. you know, I started. I started. But let me ask you this. Did, uh, you know, you've had some uneven times in the last year or so. Did that make it difficult to relate to people uh, on an open and even basis for you when you were going towards the rocks again? Uh, no, I mean, I, I never, I mean, I guess when I hit the rocks, I wasn't hitting the rocks by doing, by doing the drugs. I was hitting the rocks by, you know, seeing a different side of the rocks. Mm. But I haven't, I haven't, I haven't touched no substance. I haven't touched nothing, and since the since I moved out of Oshkosh and Pawlak, so it, it's been it's, I've been pretty clean. I've been pretty clean for a while, and so I mean that's why I just kind of I I I'd rather keep my mind focused on doing other things than thinking about that because it, it's. Why? Why think about the drugs? Why? Because all you're gonna do is kill yourself. All you're yeah, gonna do exactly. Is, you know, we, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a rough life doing drugs, and you know, yeah, it's money matter, but still, you you don't want to do it because it just kills mm-hmm. you, and that's how people die faster. Is because people overdose, or people do you know too much of it, or you know, they they think stupid. We've it, got. It, uh, I just got to jump in and mention we've got uh, somebody uh, from area code 971 who you may remember who um, was swept away with some of your awkward changes that uh, have gotten better. Uh, Caller 971, welcome to the Romeo Show. What's up, guys? What's up, little fry? What's up? How you doing, buddy? Not too bad, buddy. How you doing, Rome? Doing good, so, man. Romeo, hey, you know, I know you've got some questions. Well, uh, first, I got to say, Scott, you know, man, Lucas, I know you've gone through a lot, bro, and, you know, the way that you're going about it, you're keeping your head up, you're not letting small potatoes get to you, you're not crying over spilt milk, you're doing good, man, and uh, that that kind of story is a story that everybody that's having trouble now out in the streets needs to hear is that there's hope out there for people. And you right. found it, but you can't just ask for it and then turn away. You didn't just – you didn't turn away from it. You wanted it. And that's – man, there's – not a lot of people can do that, Lucas. And, and I got to be nope. honest with you, man, that's courage. And I'm – I, I, that's very honorable and noble of you to admit that you have a problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that problem has went away. Like I, I went to AA meetings, I went to NA meetings, and I had sponsors. I ain't gonna lie, I had sponsors to help me through it, and I slowly, reti- you know, slowly graduated from it, 
and I got through the problems, and it helped me succeed after all those. Besides the one, fall, the one, you know, the one fall and fall left, but then I, it was I was like, no, I'm not doing this no more. I couldn't. I, it was it was too much, you know. Lucas, I didn't like the feeling of it no more. Uh, Lucas, I want to ask you what you'd mentioned your fall in Fond du Lac. That was in the last year or so. Could you, or would you mind telling us in general what happened? Uh, well, I was, you know, I was just seeing somebody, and you know, I met up with, you know, I thought I was meeting up with the right crowd, and I wasn't. And then, you know, I met my best friend, and he, you know, he saw it too, and and I was being dumb at the time, but also I thought I was making the right decisions, and I didn't realize what what was ha- you know, what what you know, I was smoking weed, but I didn't realize, you know, the other things that I was actually tr- doing, and you know, I ran with those people for a little bit, and then I, you know, I realized that it wasn't, I didn't like it. I knew I was falling down because my best friend would tell me, you're falling. You're going to end up, you know, going back to lockup. You're going to end up, you know, going back to the way you wanted, the way you were. And I realized that after the fact that, wow, he is right. And I, I just quit. I stopped talking to those people. I stopped hanging out with them. And I chose to hang out with my best friend and his, his wife and his, his kids. So that takes a and, lot of maturity. Well, that really I, does. I didn't need it. In my, I, I didn't need it in my life, and I, I I wanted you know my best friend sat down and he got me a job where he ran his own mechanic business, and that's you know that's I had better things to do than to go down the wrong road that I was going down in Fond Lake, and that's where I stopped and that's where I ended. So let me was, so let me ask you another question, and again. By the way, uh, those of you listening on the Internet, feel free to give us a call if you want, whether to listen with a nice, clear connection or talk, 516-666-9806, The Romeo Show with Lucas Reschel, and me, Scott Hum, filling in. Uh, this is a, a, another awkward question, Lucas, but uh, a lot of the people who listen to our show know that I'm bipolar, controlled by medicine. And that kind of has a stigma to some people. When you tell uh, people who work with you and so on, let's say uh, your clients who you produce and PR and so on in music, do they uh, perceive you or treat you any different because you have had this challenge? And it's always in the back of burner it's always in the back of your mind i would assume but do they treat you any differently like i mean people no. treat me oh god he's i hope he's on his medicine but they don't treat you any different no because i uh, you know i'm honest about my you know people ask me about my my past or i say i just have i had a had a bad past and they you know people say you know it happens you know they ask me about it and they say you you're more willing to talk about it if not, it's fine. And usually I end up talking about it, you know. I I, I can relate to a lot of, uh, you know, and some of these, like, a lot of the music artists that I that we listen to, that I listen to, is, has a kind of a same similarity of the lifestyle I've lived and mm. the, how I grew up, you know, mm. not having a father, not having a mm. mother. I mm. mean, I love my mother. 
I love my blood mother, but sometimes stuff happens because you're, you know, things just go make doesn't it? It's a fallout, and you know, I've had a father since I was probably uh, seventeen, sixteen. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. really had a father because my mom kicked me out and signed me over to the county, Lacrosse County, and I ran the streets. I ran the streets all the time, and I just ran it because you know I, I didn't care. I didn't care when I was young. I didn't care. All I cared about was doing what I got to do to make money and sell and and get and feel high every day and get you know be locked up or whatever. I didn't care about the life. I mean, yeah, I lived, I, I ran, you know, I lived in, I, you know, on my own a couple of times when I was running from the group home or whatever. I, mm-hmm. I ran and lived with people and then did it there, but also, you know, got drunk and got, you know, just being stupid pretty much, you know? And yeah. it was, it wasn't, and I look back now and I sit back and think it's like, I, I've made a change in my life and, you know, the past is the past, but why sit here and watch others relapse? I mean, it, it makes it hard because people ask me, "Are you fine with me doing this, or are you you fine with me drinking?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, it's fine." And they'll ask me, "Do you want one?" No, I'm good. And the, you know, and they'll be like, "I feel like I'm pressuring you. You can pressure me all you want. I'm not going to do it. I, ha- I I I can work my brain like that. I, I don't need mm. it." I've been through I've through, I've been through all this rehab. It's easy for me to do that, you know. It's easy for me to just walk away and not be around those people, you know. It's it's simple, you know. You can choose to you can choose to fall in the category with those people, or you can choose to be the bigger person and just be, you know, be who you are and stay away from it. And not okay. locked up, you know? And not, yeah, exactly. Lucas, we're going to come back to you in just a moment along with our guest uh, on the call, Romeo Hill. This is Scott Hum, and this is the Romeo Show on the Weird Media Network. They said meth would help me get through my exams. Totally safe. I could party all night. It would help me forget my problems. He said he'd love me forever. They said I wouldn't get hooked after the first hit. They lied. He lied. Find out the truth. The truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org. Drugfreeworld.org. According to the Oxford English Language Dictionary, cyberbullying is the use of electronic communication to bully a person, typically by sending messages of an intimidating or threatening nature. This definition doesn't differentiate about the age, education level, or even the emotional or experiential levels of a person receiving these types of words, images, or videos. Cyberbullying is bullying. And because the Internet travels across state lines, bullying someone online can be legally viewed as a federal offense. And based on the situation, cyberbullying can be remedied under civil or criminal law. And oftentimes, based on the actual and potential degree of harm, most U.S. states, Canadian provinces, and many countries have also made special efforts to address this growing issue. 
In fact, cyberbullying is often viewed as a form of criminal harassment. Research indicates that persistent bullying can lead to or worsen feelings of isolation, rejection, exclusion, and despair, as well as depression and anxiety, which can contribute to suicidal behavior. Interestingly, according to StopBullying.org, incidents of cyberbullying are often part of a complex interaction. While there might be one ringleader, bystanders may be involved as well. Usually, these accomplices can be legally viewed as being just as guilty as the principal person, or persons, who are committing unwanted aggressive behaviors online. If you or a loved one has been affected by cyberbullying, don't ignore it. Reach out to the platform that has hosted the cyberbullying exchange. These entities have the names, account information, times, and even the ISP addresses of those involved, and are able to take the appropriate action against those accused. This includes various sanctions from their business, including account termination. And while they have and can use this user information to bring cyberbullying to a stop on their platforms once it's reported, you have the power before you even click for help. Don't try to fight cyberbullies alone, and don't empower them in allowing their attempts to ruin your life. Cyberbullying is bullying, and this online viciousness stops with you. Message from the Weird Media Network, Video Fun Southwest, RightWingMedia.net and the station. Welcome back to the Romeo Show. I'm Scott Hum filling in for Romeo Hill, who's oddly enough uh, also on the line with us. Give us a call if you want to be on the line. If you're listening on the Internet, 516-666-9806. And with us today is Lucas Reschel, a country pop music, country rap. And there's too many hyphens for me to, to repeat here music producer, and he's been talking about the positive changes his life has gone through after he entered substance abuse rehabilitation, uh, a lot of it of of your own doing, Lucas, after uh, hitting the rocks again about a year ago. And you said that a lot of the people you've worked with, this isn't a big thing for them because some of them have gone through it as well. what are let's turn the clock and let's turn the clock uh, forward and the world sideways and everything and if you could tell somebody uh who might be going through this themselves that might be uh coming to the realization that substance abuse alcohol abuse getting into the bad chemicals is a a ticket to nowhere pretty darn fast. What would you tell them based on your experiences? How's that for a question, Romeo? Is that good? Yeah, pretty good. I mean, if if I saw someone going down a path that I was going down, and and they were going down the path, I would probably say, you know, can I help you get through it? Can I help you, you know, try to work through it? Um, and be supportive um, and maybe guide them the right direction because I can understand, you know, the path that they are going down. And I've done that before um, in the past few years that I've been, you know, the past years that I've been clean. Um, I have helped people go down, people go down the path that I've gone down and, it's hard because, you know, all you got to do is talk them through it and be there to talk to them about it and kind of be like a sponsor 
and try to re uh return them to make you know to get them not to think about it and you know try to get them to think that hey we can go out for uh-huh. a cup of coffee or we can you know go do something to get your mind off of it and I've had that done myself so I mean that's why I, I I've people have done it to me and I've done it to other people so well you know works for me. Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird, but uh, Larry Hagman, who is famous for Dallas and I Dream of Genie and stuff like that, he had uh, gone into such abu- personal abuse with alcohol that uh, he took to drinking iced tea, and he got that written into the Dallas script. So instead of pulling back a, a, a drink or something uh, he, all the time on screen, He'd uh, be, you know, given, of course, a crystal goblet or something really nice looking of uh, iced tea. Have you made any changes that are that visible in your life besides when people ask you to go out or something? Or is how do you how do you play the, the mind games to keep away from that stuff, I think, is a better question of me. You, you just kind of stay away from the people that, you know, the people that actually do it, you know. You know, the people that, you know. People, like you you know, if you if you ask them, they say, you know, I don't, you know, if you meet people and they say, yeah, I've done drugs, I've done, and they say they still do it, I, I I turn away and I steer away from it, and I just I don't I don't even I don't even talk to them, I don't even do it, I don't even, I don't even speech, I don't I don't have nothing to do with them because I don't want to be around that. They're gonna do it, you know. I, I choose not to be around it because. Yeah, it might be hard on me, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I don't want to take that chance of falling into that predicament again. Yeah, it, it, you can you can get hooked fast. Yeah, all it takes is one time, one time to do it, and you're hooked. Okay, what in now? Think about this. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna let your mind roam here. I I want you to imagine all those situations where you got with some of those people. What was the type of thing that would trigger uh, you into being more accepting of those behaviors? What What are some examples that maybe come to mind? Um, I know like when, uh, when sometimes when like you're like, I've had these moments where, like, you, 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 like, you're sometimes either very irritated or, you know, mm-hmm. like, there's times mm-hmm. where I'll be sitting there and I'll be just kind of thinking and I'll just kind of, like, just kind of think and I'll kind of look back and, like, 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 there's times where I've had thoughts of going back to it, but then mm-hmm. I tell myself, no, I don't want to. And that's where I usually, like, going back to it is because either, one, because you made money, or mm. two, it was just, mm-hmm. it was just a, you know, it was just thoughts. It's just thoughts sometimes. And you get those, you know, you get those being an addict. You get some of those, those you know, thoughts, you know. But I also reach out and, you know, talk to, like, my family members, and you, you talk about it. And then it's like it erases your mind after you got done talking about it. Like you, you know, know oh, I mean, so family is that important? Family is very important. Uh, I only got one family member that 
Well, I got to, I got my, my sister that has my, my nephew. I've got my other sister as well, Alicia Witt and Crystal, uh, Crystal, uh, you yeah, don't have to use the names. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, but I reached out to them as well. Um, and I just talked to them and they talked me through it. They talked me through a lot and they, they, they honestly, they talked me through more because I sit here and I, you know, when I talk to them, you know, I talk to them about a lot of it when I'm going through that struggle, but it's not, it's not all the time that I think about that. It's only on random times. Like the holidays mm-hmm. is one hard one hard year for me, like oh. and it's very hard because that's where I used to that's where I used to run the streets and because holidays for me I was never able to celebrate holidays with my family I really? was never there I oh. was, I I that's why I don't like holidays because especially Christmas because I was never there I was never at Christmas I was never I always celebrated me being locked up by myself. I was never able to even have really much of a, you know, holidays. I was always locked up or always running in the streets or doing something. I was always doing something. And that's why I, I, I ain't going to lie. Like this year is a hard year, you know, mm. but I got to look at it as because there's three little girls involved. There's, there's kids involved and, you know, my other half as well. You know, and one on the way. You know, I, I oh. you got you got you got to put the holidays for the kids. You got to do it for the kids, and that's what I've made it out to be: is doing it for kids. As you know, makes it. You know, it's hard on me because my kids know that I don't like holidays, but mm-hmm. I do it for them, and they they understand that, and they know that I don't like it, but I'm doing it because. They're, they're here, you know. I don't want them thinking that they can't have a Christmas because of me. Mm-hmm. I want them to have Christmas. I want them to be happy. And they've actually mm-hmm. really helped me with it. They've really oh. helped me with it. For, you know, first week or so was kind of hard, you know, putting the Christmas stuff up. But I mm-hmm. left to, so they could put the Christmas stuff up, you know. So they've made it, they've made it quite comfortable for me to do stuff. So, and... and I, and they know that sometimes it bothers me too much, a little bit. But I tell them, you know, it, it's what it is. I, I, you know, it's for you guys. You guys are kids. You know, I, I dad just got to get used to it. You know, and it's, and that's what it's made out to be. You know, I, I love these kids to death. You know, I love well, all three you know, of my girls. Oh, okay. Well, you know, we've got something that's going to help you out, Lucas. On Christmas Eve, uh, 9 p.m. Pacific, uh, midnight uh, Eastern at thereabouts. Uh, we're going to have an hour worth of uninterrupted holiday music. So feel free. Uh, no talking, just uh, music. If you need, if you get feeling blue, whatever, bring the family around the tree, bump up uh, right. the phone or the uh, computer and voila. Uh, by the way, uh, I, I got to tell you guys something else. If you, uh, Want to join in the conversation? We are going to have Lucas for a little longer. 516-666-9806. That's a frightening number. And a little later, we're going to be having Juliet Greystone. And Juliet is going to be uh, talk about uh, replacing bad habits with good habits and so on. She's going to be replacing our uh, 
artificial intelligence Shaniqua with uh, her own human, very warm-sounding voice. We're going to get to hear her later on uh, and uh, maybe even doing, uh, maybe even cutting some of the tracks. Who knows? But uh, Lucas, can you stick around uh, a little longer with us today? Yeah, for a little bit longer. Like I said, okay. I can stick around a little bit longer. I just got to get, you know, as I'm doing this, I got to get kids to bed and, and get them to make themselves so, but I, I, I can, I, I'm actually doing that right now. Okay. Well, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. This is Scott Hum filling in for Romeo Hill on the Romeo Show on the Right Wing Media Network. Orcas are wonders of nature, and now more than ever, we need to help them stay that way. Our Puget Sound orcas are also an endangered species, and that means stepped-up enforcement of special rules to view them. Stay at least 200 yards from orcas. Keep out of their path and never feed them. Check the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration guidelines to help protect all marine mammals at BeWhaleWise.org. A message from the NOAA Fisheries Office of Law Enforcement and Cairo 7. Hey, John, would you consider traveling to another planet if it was possible? Yeah, it depends on what time the bus leaves, Chuck. You're a ground lever. <laughs> but you still want to tell everyone about the benefits of space technology. Sure, because they're so down to earth. Like the search and rescue satellites now in orbit around the planet. These high-flying listening posts can pick up signals from the emergency rescue beacons carried on airplanes and ships. When a boat capsizes or a plane goes down, the satellite locks onto its distress signal and relays its position to local search and rescue teams who go into action using the satellite to guide them to within a few miles of the site, even in the most remote areas. This worldwide emergency network has already saved over 800 lives. What's going on up there is helping all of us down here. Space technology. This is what's in it for you. knows that NASA works hard to keep its astronauts safe in space. But did you know that spin-offs from space technology are saving lives here on Earth every day? NASA-funded research created rocket-powered parachutes that can save entire airplanes along with their pilots and passengers. A life raft originally designed for the Apollo missions has saved hundreds of sailors stranded at sea. And a tiny cardiac pump developed with the help of technology used to design rocket engines has extended the lives of hundreds of patients with failing hearts. NASA's innovation even led to personal locator beacons, which have helped save more than 30,000 sailors, pilots, and adventurers in distress worldwide. Together with its partners, NASA continues to develop technologies that protect life, both in space and on Earth. There's more space in your life than you think. Learn more at NASA.gov. Welcome back to the Romeo Show. This is Scott Hum filling in for Romeo Hill, who is, uh, let's just say he's really intensely doing uh, pre-Christmas right now. With me is Lucas Rushel, a country pop, country pop, I mean, pop country rap, what he doesn't do, I don't know, music producer who is 
was it about a year and a half, two years ago, you had a, a relapse? What was that, that the right time frame, Lucas? With yeah, it was, about, it was about two or three years ago when I moved to Oshkosh about it, when I first moved there, so yeah. And the holidays are not easy for you especially, right? No, no, holidays are not easy. So that's why he's probably going to listen to our Christmas Eve music special. That's a shameless plug, but hey... You know, that's one of the things people in the media do. And, Lucas, you're in the media. And so, you know, as a producer and a PR guy, you actively get out there to do the same thing, not just for your offerings of a, of a radio network like us. By the way, I want to say hi to everybody listening to us on Podchaser, Stitcher, Google Podcast Breaker, and Radio Public. Welcome, everybody, guys, for listening in on the repeats of the broadcast. But you deal with uh, a lot of people who are not just creative like you artistically and business-wise, but they're very much honed in on the being creative on the artistic side in music. Uh, what are some of the things now that you're continuing to enhance and beef up the relationships with these creative people that you're doing with some of your music acts. And uh, maybe if you could touch on what you're doing on Facebook. And I think there's even a renaming of uh, your company going on or something like that. What else? What's going on? Sure, sure. Uh, well, uh, things are going to be popping back up. Um, the name, the Love for a Nation thing is uh, going to be changing. Uh, we'll be changing uh, the page a little bit, uh, different different pictures. Uh, my name's going to be changing um, and everything like that. So um, so we're going to be changing that up, uh, changing, a, you know, a good deal. Uh, I am working on a few different things for uh, coming up. Uh, I'm just not going to put it out there. It's just going to be a big old surprise. Uh, there might be, you know, a few things going on. Uh, so, a lot of different changes. Uh, our, our web, our page, Local Nation page, is up to 381 uh, members now. Uh, mm. We were when we started. It was pretty steady. It was at one thousand number. The past few months, it's jumped and jumped. So we're almost at 400, 400 members. And we just want to keep pushing. Um, so, you know, there's things that are going to be changing. Different pictures. We're going to put new pictures up. Uh, kind of do something new. Um, because, you know, it, it it's a new year. It's a new look. It's a new outcome. You know, it's, 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 it's good, you know. And trying to make a positive impact on life. Uh, things to do. Um, me and little mom on the kids, of course. You know, kids love the music. Kids love the artist. You know, and I big shout out to, you know, everybody that has helped push. Raymond Butler, Ray Gotti, uh, Outlaw Nation, uh, Orion Upchurch, uh, Anti Beast Mode, uh, ODR. You know, they've all, they've all, they've all helped. And CC Queen, which is now CB. Uh, yeah, she changed her. But and then and her other half, big country. So you know, we definitely uh definitely helping. JP and Sandy, you know they they've been helping as well. So you know, 
everybody on that page has helped, you know. And now, now we're getting back up to uh, changing things up. I'm coming back slowly and making uh, some changes. Um, mm-hmm. Possibly, possibly doing, uh, possibly going to be doing my own stuff a little bit of my one song that I wrote uh, with Eric Lee a long time ago when I first came out. Really? Um, now, as so, I, I, in talking to you in the past, I, I, it, the music was uh, kind of on the hiatus, but you're getting back now. Yep, uh, people are pushing me to get back. I've actually got some things. Uh, I got a computer now. Uh, I got, you know, a few things that I got on my computer now. Um, I've got, I'm getting a microphone, um, getting some stuff going. Uh, I've got beats now. I've got, you know, I've got, I've got things going on in my computer that I'm doing, that I'm slowly doing. Um, I've got, you know, I've got all sorts of stuff, you know, going on. Um, big shout out to Lil Ace as well. You know, Lil Ace. No, go ahead. He's doing good too. He's doing good too, you know. Much love to him too. And I, I just got to compliment you on uh, Rushal Cleaning Service. Um, in fact, uh, we did this little spot for you. You may remember this from the top of yep. the show. If you've got a messy residence or commercial property in the greater Wausau area, call Reschel Cleaning Service at 715-432-7163. Reschel Cleaning Service cleans houses and offices at reasonable rates. Call us today at 715-432-7163 to get your residential or commercial property clean. Call Reschel Cleaning Service, 715-432-7163. And, you know, Lucas, when I cut that commercial, I, I was thinking, oh, God, he's, he does music all the time. He listens to all these great people. If I don't put some special effect in, he's going to think it's hokey. That's why I did that clean echo effect. Because you, you, yeah. you kind of yeah, you kind of drove me into thinking, oh, God, this has got to really sound good or else it's going to sound like. It, it, sound, it sounds awesome on that. And I appreciate that they announced that on the radio, on that on that podcast too and it's also on rightwingmedia.net the website too right is there any uh last uh comments you want to say before uh you head off and i appreciate your taking the time to be on the romeo show today during the holiday season any last things you want to mention well you know uh just you guys be prepared for the page uh to be changing uh things to be happening uh and uh, keep uh, keep following Low Fry Nation on the page, and keep looking forward to uh, the new things happening and the new outcome of Low Fry Nation, Little Mama, and the three kids. And you know, and you guys, you know, happy holidays to y'all. Um, happy holidays to all the artists, everybody out there that's listening. Uh, happy holidays to Rome. Happy holidays to you, Scott. And, you know, I always love you guys, you know, but keep watching for the new up, new upcoming uh, page and the new outcome of what's going to happen. And that applause is for you, obviously, because, Lucas, we know it's not easy, and we greatly appreciate your being on the show and uh, wish you the best. And we're going to hear more 
from you. And uh, in fact, we're going to have to. You and I are going to have to talk off air about possible collapse and so on. Right. All right. I'm going to go. Uh, if you need to drop off, no problem. I'll uh, just hit one on your keypad if you want to come back in the the conversation. I've got to bring in. Uh, wow. That I was I was kind of scared doing that that interview because uh, Lucas is a really good guy and having to discuss that type of stuff is not easy. I mean, um, uh, you know, really? Oh God! I, I, well, this is exactly what we're bringing in uh, for this next segment. Uh, I mean, we you you notice we've had. Uh, some really interesting on this show, especially uh, comments from Shaniqua, who is our artificial intelligence. She does nasty Yo, things. Jockey boy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's pick another one. Uh, she says nice things once in a while to Romeo. Good question, Romeo. Uh, let's see. Here's another one. Uh, let's see. There isn't that much of, uh, let's see. Oh, here's a, no, that's not her. I think this is her. No, that's not uh, Shaniqua. Oh, here, let's, but anyway, fortunately, we don't have that much of her anymore. The reason why we don't have that much of Shaniqua, who has been um, our production assistant, fake production assistant, is Juliet Greystone who we have found is a very creative type, is going to be taking over Shaniqua's um, spot as our network announcer. Uh, and, Juliet, you, you have a much more compassionate sound about you. Uh, thank you. I want to thank you for letting us corral you. I mean, entice you into doing this. Oh, dead air. Let's see. Special effects crickets. Here we go. All kidding aside, Juliet... Uh, Welcome to the show. Oh, oh, sorry. I accidentally muted myself instead of unmute. I thought I had. Our... <laughs> I messed ah. up. <laughs> See, you're going to be much more fun already. I can tell. Now, when we were first talking about this last week or so, uh, what did you think? I mean, it, it's like three radio shows. In fact, Josh didn't even want uh, Shaniqua's recordings and and so on on his show but this is like three shows uh website stuff and so on it just seemed like a lot to you i mean you've done some creative stuff in fact one of your paintings is on rightwingmedia.net right now or does this seem like something you can easily work with oh yeah i can easily work with it i'm not that busy <laughs> Oh, that's good. But uh, you have to now. Do you mind if we? Some people know that you do have a relationship uh, with Romeo. Uh, do you mind if we tell the people what that relationship is, the extent of it? No, I don't mind. Uh, Juliet is Romeo's wife, which is kind of cool because it's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> You know. Yep. But uh, do you do, now? Were you kind of uh, getting getting bored with like we were 
some of the things that uh, we could get from this internet creation. God, it sounds more like uh, almost like a oh, what do you call it? A Frankenstein? It called a let's see, info uh, internet Stein. You know, were you getting bored with her too? <laughs> yeah. Now, let me just uh, ask you, and I'm going to go ahead, and this is going to be an experiment here. I'm going to go ahead and pull you up on the uh, on Facebook, and I'm going to type out a message to you, okay? Okay. And this is just to show people how much better you're going to sound than Shaniqua typing it out. All right. Now, did you get that message? Okay, yep, I got it. Oh, actually, 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 I'm going to change that a little bit. I am so sorry. See, actually, I think that was uh, Facebook. The Romeo show. Might good be good if I could tell this on the. Okay, there we go. Look at that second one. Ding. Okay. Okay. Do you want to give that a try? Yeah. Just yeah, just just throw it out there like you would be, and we're going to be recording probably tomorrow or or the, or next week whatever but uh just give it a shot like uh like you would if you were if you were when we you were going to be recording it how's that Okay All right so let's go I'll go 3 2 1 and then do it okay 3 2 1 you're listening to the Romeo Show on the Weird Media Network. I like that already. All right. Hey, and uh want to thank you, Juliet, for popping in. I know you've got actually a busy schedule. Can't tell why, but we will sometime. also want to thank Lucas Rushell, who's part of it. Is there anything else you want to say before we go away? Oh, no. Sorry. I thought you were talking to me. I thought you were talking to someone else. <laughs> Oh, no biggie. All right. No, well, I'm just excited to be able to work in, with you and be um, be the new announcer. Oh, yeah. Keeps it all in the family. All right. And we want to thank you guys listening uh, to this show for keeping it all in your family. This is Scott Hum. And for Romeo Hill, this is the Romeo Show on the Weird Media Network.